because for the first time of really clearing, after having done this dozens of times, I felt so unbelievably untethered. I was like, whoa, there was like just this exhilaration of I could be anything. I could be anyone. Welcome back to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. I feel like this episode is more of like a masterclass than a podcast episode. I think you're going to love it. I mean, I think it's going to provide you with so much value, clarity, direction. I'm very, 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 very excited for you to listen to it. This is a great episode if you have friends that are really into like personal transformation and have kind of like a high emotional IQ and have been on this journey for a while like you. This is a great episode to share with them. This episode will change your life. Like seriously, I'm no joke, especially if you follow through with uh, the ways that I am challenging you in this episode hands down 100% will change your life. But I truly feel if you hit play today that you are ready, that you are ready. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, be sure to hit follow, hit subscribe. Also, I so appreciate when you rate and review the podcast. It helps the podcast to scale. And I love, love, love when you share the episodes with your friends and acquaintances, whoever you believe may benefit from the episode. I have many offerings, coaching, workshops, etc. many ways for you to work with me. I would love to work one-on-one with you. So many of the clients that I work with are listeners of the podcast, and that's actually how they were introduced to me and the work that I am doing in the world. You can find all of the ways to work with me at thetransformationschool.com, and you can follow me on Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. If you like the podcast, you will assuredly like weekly doses of magic. You can sign up for those in the show notes. Essentially, it's like the value that you would get in a podcast episode, but in written form only to subscribers. These take me several hours to create. People tell me that they really love them. You will get about two magic doses, one to two magic doses a month right now. These are free right now, but they will not be free forever. So be sure to get on the list and sign up while they are free. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. I've recently been going through a pretty rigorous reflective process in my life where I'm taking inventory of kind of everything and asking myself, does all of this match who I am today or an older version of me? So for instance, I've gone through all of my clothes, all of my shoes, and the way that I did this was I would look at a piece of clothing And I would just ask, like, is this the new Stephanie or the old Stephanie? And I would immediately get a sense of if it was new or old. And if it was old, I would get rid of it. And I have to tell you, like, this was actually shocking. (laughs) I have gone through like a clearing process of my items, of my clothing, of things in my house, of artwork, of books, etc., Many, many times, this is like something that I do probably at least three times a year. And the way that I've done it historically has been 
kind of the Marie Kondo method of does this bring me joy? So if you have read the life-changing magic of tidying up or watched Marie Kondo's Netflix show, then you probably know part of her method. The methodology that she proposes is to hold an item that you own and just feel into it and ask, like, does this bring me joy? And that's how I've been historically doing my clearing processes for the last 10, like maybe 10 years. Yeah, I think that I read that book maybe, maybe 2014 or so uh, was when I first did it. So That's been my process for a really long time. This time I went about it differently, where I just asked, is this the new Stephanie or is this the old Stephanie? When I did this, I was just really shocked because, first of all, I have like three pairs of shoes left. I mean, I got rid of almost all of my shoes. (laughs) Um, I got rid of so many clothing items. It is it was shocking. I mean, I would pick up my what I thought was like my favorite sweater that I've worn many, many times over the last 15 years or 10 years or five years or however long. And it would be like, that's the old Stephanie. And on a few of the items, I kind of fought it for a second. I was like, are you sure? Like, is this right? But then as I started collecting all of the items together that I was going to give away, I started noticing a theme amongst them, which was that they all held a lot of energy and they all held a lot of memories around specific things. And I really noticed like, wow, yeah, if I were to put that sweater on right now, there would be a part of me that would feel like the old Stephanie, like old parts, old kind of personality traits or old behaviors or old ways of thinking old ways of feeling that I don't actually feel like anymore. But if I were to put that clothing item on, because it's tied to so many kind of past memories and so much of my history, there would be a part of that that would be activated. And it would be harder for me to be the new version of me that I am becoming. And when I realized that, any modicum of clinging that was happening just vanished, like poof. And I felt an exhilaration. Because for the first time of really clearing, after having done this dozens of times, I felt so unbelievably untethered. I was like, whoa, there was like just this exhilaration of I could be anything. I could be anyone. And it was through just a sheer act of going through all of my things. I mean, I I went through my clothing, I went through dishes, I went through art, and I went through books. So I went through most of my things and got rid of like, I don't know, a thousand books or something. I have a disgusting number of books, to be fair. But I got rid of so, so many books. I mean, there were boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff that we took to Goodwill. So what I want to talk about today, because this this process has been really enlightening for me. And again, I've done this process before, but I'm doing it at a new level. And I want to share with you some really important things that I've learned around this concept of clearing and why I think it's so incredibly vital and important and an integral part 
of our personal evolution, personal transformative journeys. And I feel like this is like just a deep masterclass. Honestly, I feel like this could be more of a masterclass than a podcast episode. But because I love you guys, I want to just gift you this information, these lessons and some pointers to use and to start to clear things out in your own life and to really step up and into this new version of you that you're becoming and just own your power, like own this new version of you that is right now emerging. Because I believe if you're listening to this episode without fail, like every single person that's listening to this episode, I'm going to make this bold, audacious claim that there's a version of you right now that is trying to bust through, that's like trying to be birthed, that is trying to be out in the world. Maybe you've already felt this version of you. Maybe this version of you has already taken some actions in the world. You know, you've already been doing some experimenting. You've been letting this new version of you emerge. And this podcast episode is going to help you really solidify that and step into it in a more cohesive, integrated way. So I'm just, I'm so excited to share with you all the things that I've learned in this information. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I am a big fan of doing the work of inner transformation before we change anything outside of us, because we really want to get clear on who we are and why we want things to change and what it is that we're actually looking for before we start running this rat race and hustling to change things external to us. We're taught in the world that to change the way that we feel on the inside, we need to change things on the outside. And unfortunately, if you've tried that time and time again, like most of us have, you find that a lot of times that actually isn't quite hitting the mark. Like, you're not feeling exactly the way you want to feel when you make that external change. And so the real, the, the best route to deep, sustainable transformation to the change that you are really looking for that's going to be deeply fulfilling and, and generate joy and happiness is to change internally first, to go on a process of inner transformation. You can do that with me, with my coaching, with any of my workshops. You can also do that with a really, really good therapist. Um, there's there's different ways to partake in this journey. But once you've done a lot of inner transformation, which I would assume if you've been listening to this podcast, you've done some of, what happens is sort of like step two is to change your external reality to fit, to match, to bring into coherence with who you now are who you who you really are now on the inside. And the interesting thing is, I see this so, so, so frequently, people that are really into personal transformation and personal growth, they will change a lot on the inside. But then they get stuck because they're not changing anything externally. They're missing that whole step too. And also, I think they aren't quite sure what to change externally. They're like, okay, I know I have changed, but I don't know what is off external to me. I don't know like if my job is a little bit off or if my friendships or my community or my partnership or my clothes or my books or my artwork or the place that I'm living or the city I'm living in. I don't know exactly what's off, so I don't know exactly what to change. So we're going to talk about all of that today. So you can start to get clarity on what it is that it's time to refresh and change and update update to match the new version of you that you already are and that you are becoming, that you are continuing to evolve into. First of all, before we dive in, 
Do you think that you have an inkling about what this could be? Is there something deep down inside of you that's like, yeah, that's a little bit outdated? And right now, I'm just curious for you if anything pops into your mind. Is your job a bit outdated? Is your partnership, the person you're in an intimate relationship with, is that a little bit stale or outdated? Are your friendships, your community, is that a little bit outdated? What about the books that you are reading or the kind of activities you're doing? Does any of that feel a little bit stale, a little bit outdated? Why is this important? Like, why would we want to change these things? It's important because when you change internally, but then your external reality does not change to match or reflect your internal change, what happens is you lose power and you lose energy. We want to be an energetic coherence with everything that we are and do in the world. Meaning you want your life to reflect, to be like essentially like a mirror of who you are internally. So for instance, let's say that I used to be really religious, which this is true. Let's say that I used to be really religious and I had like a bunch of crosses all over my house and then I ended up leaving that religion, but I didn't remove all the crosses around my house. What do you think that would do to me energetically? What is that doing when I'm consistently looking around my house and I'm seeing things that remind me of who I used to be, but who I no longer am? How might I feel if I updated my decor? Or let's say that I've lost 50 pounds, but instead of buying new clothes that fit me, that make me feel really good, I continue to wear the old baggy clothes. How might that affect my mood or the way that I'm feeling? Let's say that I have recently really gotten into personal transformation or a spiritual journey. And that's like that to my core is what is the most important thing to me. And it's something that I'm very, very excited about and lit up about. And I just love talking about it. But all of my friends You know, they like to kind of drink. They're not really interested in personal transformation or their own psychology. They don't have a high emotional intelligence. They're not interested in any spiritual pursuits. What if I'm just like continuously hanging out with them, but they're not interested in anything that I'm really deeply interested in anymore? How am I going to feel when I'm consistently around them? When I know deep down that they're actually not interested in the same things that I'm interested in. And it's not to say that like all of our friends or whatever need to be 100% interested in the things that we're interested in, but there's a line. It's kind of like, yeah, if I'm really, really interested in this and this is like my thing now and it's like what I love to talk about and it's what I spend my time doing, I want people around me that are interested in the same things so that we can like jam on it and like so that I feel seen too. Because if we're continuously exposing ourselves to people that aren't interested in things that we're interested in and that don't truly see us, how is that making us feel internally? So when we change internally, but then our external realities don't change, what ends up happening over time is that we start to leak out energy. We actually start to lose a sense of energy, life, vitality, that juice. And we leak power We're essentially just like not living the juiciest, most joyful life that we could be living when this occurs. And so this is why 
you want to change it. This is why you would change your external reality to match your internal reality so that you can step in and own your power so that you can find and claim deeper inner peace and strength so that you can feel more free in your life, really. If we are still surrounded by the things that remind us of the old versions of us, it starts to feel like a prison and we don't know why we feel locked in. We don't know why we feel trapped. We don't know why we feel suffocated. We don't know why we're not feeling more alive. That's because we've created a prison of our own making, which is just full of things of who we used to be. Now, most of us don't realize that this has happened. Like we don't realize, okay, I've changed so much on the inside, but now my external reality doesn't reflect who I am internally. And the reason that we don't notice this is because it's kind of like that slow burning frog scenario of like, if you throw a frog into a pot of boiling water, it's going to jump out right away. But if you put a frog into a pot of water that is just room temperature and then you slowly bring it to a boil, it will actually boil to death. And so kind of a gruesome, <laughs> kind of a gruesome metaphor, but that's what actually is sort of happening to us is it's happening so slowly that we don't even notice it. A way that you can think about this is like, think about the types of people that you hang out with. And for you, maybe this is outdated, maybe it's not. But let's just think about like the kind of people that you hang out with. And now think about the new version of you. Think about how much you've changed over the last six months to year. Just think about like, okay, these are the new aspects of me. Here's what I've changed. Here's the new way that I'm thinking. Here's the new way that I'm seeing. Here's the new way that I'm behaving, the new things that I'm interested in, my new values, etc. And then imagine just meeting those friends for the very first time today. You're out at a coffee shop or something and you run into them and you start talking to them. They start talking about things that they're interested in. You try and start talking about the things that you're interested in. Would you be vibing with them today? This is a great way to kind of shock test your reality. If you were to go in and buy new clothes... Would you buy the clothes that are in your closet today? And here's a hard one. If you were to start dating or you met your partner, you went on the first date, you started talking about things that you guys are interested in, who you are today, would that be your partner? Would you be like head over heels for that person? And I get that the partner one is hard, and I'm not saying that if it's a no that you would leave your partner, because sometimes things that we've really, really invested in, like our partnerships, like our most intimate partnerships, it's worth sticking it out for a while or whatever and just being like, okay, hey, this is my interest. Like, are you at all interested in this? But it's good to shock test it. I mean, honestly, it really is because it shows you where you might be in denial It shows you what you might be hiding from yourself. It shows you where you might not actually be in alignment or in coherence with the new version of you. And again, sometimes it can be like a tough pill to swallow. But what we want to do is we want to acknowledge who we've outgrown. 
transformation really does happen at levels. And it's not to say that like this is a hierarchy, like, oh, I'm like way more evolved than you and my level so much higher. It's more so just like you could think of it as like a frequency. Like as you're transforming, you're changing frequencies a lot. And we have to get real about who we're still vibing with. Am I still vibing with these clothes? Am I still vibing with this jewelry? Am I still vibing with these books? Am I still vibing with this art? If I were to go out and buy art today, would I buy this art? If I were to pick a city, any city to live in today that would really excite me, that would really light me up, would it be the city that I'm living in? We have to get real about these things. Because if you continue to hold on to the things that you've outgrown, it keeps you tethered to an old frequency, an old level. And you will never fully become the person that you are trying to. So three big reasons we stay tethered. We stay tethered to the old frequency, to the old versions of us. Number one, which I have just covered, is we don't know that we are. I mean, this is the most common reason is we just don't see it. We don't know. It's like me. Like, I do clearing three times a year. I go through my clothes often, but I had never quite asked myself, is this the old version? Is this the old Stephanie or the new Stephanie? I'd never quite asked myself those questions in that way. And when I did, I realized like, whoa, I'm still holding on to a lot of old things that are keeping me tethered to old frequencies that I had no idea I was doing. But if I were to walk into a store, like, would I buy this today? Probably not. And sometimes there's things to be said for just the fact that sometimes things hold a lot of memories and a lot of old frequencies, and we just have to cut the cords, we have to get rid of it, and we need to start fresh. And that starting fresh allows us to step into who we fully become. So even if I were to go into a store and buy a sweater that was really similar to the one that I have, that's actually better than holding on to the old one, which holds loads of old memories that when I put it on, it makes me more of the old version of me than the new version. Like sometimes it's good to clear that energy. You know what I'm saying? So the way to kind of break through this facade, this veil of secrecy, essentially, that is cloaking us so that we can't see like the things that are right in front of us that are actually outdated is you can use this slow burning frog scenario of if I were to meet this person today, would I want to hang out with them? Would I want to date them? If I were to go to a bookstore today, would I buy this book? Would I buy this piece of art? Would I buy this piece of clothing? Like, would I live in this city, etc.? Right? That can provide a stark moment of clarity as long as you are honest with yourself, honest with yourself about how you would answer that question. So a second reason we stay tethered is that we can't imagine a different reality for ourselves. You can think of this as like you have a playbook in your subconscious mind of what you think is possible for you. And a lot of times the reason that we don't change our external reality is we honestly can't conceptualize that a different reality is available to us. We can't conceptualize that we could be paid 10 times more than we are. We can't conceptualize the fact that we could maybe work half the hours that we're working or that we could have a lit as fuck community that lights us up and makes us feel really good or that we could have a partner that shares the same interest as us or that is just as committed to the journey of personal transformation that we are, or that really sees us for who we are versus who we used to be, or that we feel like 
excited to be around and to connect with, we can't conceptualize that we could write a book, start a podcast, whatever. And because we can't imagine a different reality, because we just don't have that playbook, it doesn't even occur to us to change things. So again, this is really like a process of forcing yourself to lift the veil and see what you're not seeing. And then you have to try and imagine bigger, like, in what ways am I limiting myself? In what ways do I think that this isn't possible for me? And then number three, the reason we stay tethered is because we're afraid of what losing that thing or being without that thing might feel like or mean for us. It's like, you know, if you have a community that you've had for the last 15 years, even if you're not really vibing with them, you might be thinking, well, it's better than nothing, right? Like it's better than not having a community at all. Because it would feel really bad to me to not have that community. So I'm just going to hold on to that community until a better one comes along. But the interesting thing, you guys, is that we attract new things in our lives, new realities, based on who we are, who we have become, and what we believe is possible for us. If you are holding on to a stale job, stale relationships, stale things, then what that means is there is a part of you that doesn't believe it's possible, and that part of you is showing that you don't believe it's possible by holding on to those things. So it's kind of like you're signaling to the universe, yeah, I want bigger and better things, but I don't actually believe it's possible for me. And I'm showing you that, I'm showing you that universe, God, whatever, through example, by not getting rid of these things, by continuing to hang out with people that totally drain me, that don't interest me, that bore me, that don't light me up, that I feel really tired after being around by staying in this relationship that isn't expanding me or helping me grow or evolve, by staying in this job that's really boring me, by having things around my house that don't inspire me. I'm holding on to these things because deep, 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 deep down, I'm afraid nothing else will come in. I'm afraid nothing better will come. And because I'm not certain that that new reality is possible for me. I have been teaching the science and art of manifestation for the last eight years. And I have to say that a lot of times your new reality, your new things, your new way of living, your new whatever will not fully manifest until you release what is no longer serving you, what is no longer a reflection of who you truly become. Release what is no longer aligned for you. Now, what does that mean? That means that there will be a space between where you like leave that crab shell and for a while you don't have a shell that's covering you. This moment in between where you've left the old thing but the new thing hasn't come can feel really scary, but it is the most magical place. Like I would call this the magical space between because instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to be in lack, I'm not going to have the things that I need, the way you should think of this is like first kiss anticipation energy, like a juicy, magnetic, electric energy where anything is possible. And there's so much that is possible. It's like 
This is the space of infinite potential where anything could manifest. I'm so excited to see what God, the universe, is going to bring to me. I'm so excited for the new thing to come in. And anything that you have to deal with during that time, any triggers that come up, like that's all part of it. What that is doing is it's really helping you to continue to evolve into the new version of you so that you know that when the new things come in, that you are going to be aligned with them. And I have a whole bunch of episodes that can kind of give you a bigger picture of what I'm talking about. I'm thinking right now of like the magic in your storm, let it burn. I will post all of these additional episodes about manifesting and kind of being in this space in between and letting things change and evolve. I'll leave all of those in the show notes below and I highly recommend that you listen to them. But when we decide to let go of things that are no longer a real reflection of who we've become, we can move into a space of excited anticipation. And that's how you should think of it is like first kiss energy. Like, how would you feel right before you had a first kiss with somebody that you really wanted to kiss? Like, that's the kind of energy that you can rest in. As you are waiting for the new things to come, for the new manifestations to come. And that's exactly how I felt when I went through my entire closet and all my books and all my things. And I just took like boxes and boxes and boxes to goodwill is I was feeling this like, and I'm still feeling it, this like first kiss energy of like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see what happens. So here's what I want to close with is I think probably one of the biggest questions is like, well, how do I leave this? Because whether it's that I don't quite know exactly what it is I need to leave, or I'm not ready to acknowledge it deep, deep, deep within me in my heart, or I can't imagine a different reality for myself, because I just don't have that playbook, or I'm afraid of the way that it's going to feel to leave this thing. Here's what you can do. You can look at, let's say it's a person, look at the person or the community that you feel like isn't, yeah, it's not like the best version. It's not really what you are deeply desiring, but it's what you're settling for right now. Look at that person. Look at that friend. Look at that partner, community, whatever they may be. And just ask yourself, what is this group, this person giving me that I think that I need? And I would honestly suggest that you write this down. What is this person, this group, this community giving me that I think that I need? And you can ask yourself this with things in your house, items, art, anything that you're wanting to clear because you know deep down that it's not in alignment with the new version of you. What is this giving me that I think that I need? And then once you've identified that, you can ask yourself, how can I fill that need in a way that meets me where I am today? So if I'm going to let go of a community, What does that community give me a sense of? Maybe it gives me a sense of like connection. And the interesting thing is, if you ask yourself like, is this person, is this community really giving me that? You will see that they're not completely. And that's because they're no longer in resonance with where you're at. They're no longer vibing at your frequency. And when things fall out of resonance, When they're no longer at your frequency, they leave you with a sense of energetic depletion or a lack of fulfillment. So first of all, when you go through this practice, you're going to see that they're not actually giving you fully what you need. And then you're going to ask yourself, okay, how can I start getting this? 
So if it's a sense of connection or community, maybe you literally go out and you try and find a new community. Maybe you like sign up for a workshop with a group of people that are like minded to you that are interested in the same things that you're interested in. Or maybe you just start listening to podcasts and you have teachers that are interested in the same things as you. You follow new people on Instagram. You guys, Instagram is like a huge one. Like where are you following people on Instagram that represent the old version of you? That if you were to get a new account today, you would never follow them. Like clean up your account because you may think that you're not leaking energy, but anywhere in your life, that you are not in alignment with who you are today is creating a leak of your energy. It is keeping you tethered to an old version of you. Energetically, that's what it's doing. Like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you are hanging out with people that the old version of you would hang out with, but the new version wouldn't. Every time you do that, you're draining your energy, you're losing your power. And you're making it harder for you to step in to who you really are today. You're making it harder for you to own yourself confidently. You're making it harder for you to actually call in a community that will see you, that will support you, that will let you up inside, that will encourage you, that will never not want to see you shine. So what is this person or thing giving me that I think that I need? And how can I fill that need in a way that meets me where I am today, who I am today? And just start brainstorming. And then once you identify one or two ways, you start slowly releasing the old, the old that is no longer you, or you can do it the way that I do it, which is like a mad fucking dash. I mean, I just like went through my whole house in like two, three days. And that feels really good, too. And if you're able to do that, then do it. You know, or previously, like when I left my marriage and my job in the same month, you know, I mean, I tend to work really fast. Like when I kind of click out of denial and I finally see something or I realize like, okay, I'm a new version of me and this person in my life no longer fits with the new version of me. I'm very, very quick to to leave things. But you don't have to be. You don't have to be quick. But the sooner that you move the better you will feel. Because the longer you stay, the more energy you're wasting. The more power you're relinquishing, the longer it'll take for you to manifest the life of your dreams. So the sooner you really own the new you, the sooner you have the new you's back, the sooner you claim the new you and you say, yeah, this is the new me. And you know what? I need a life that reflects who I am today and who I am becoming. The sooner you own that, the happier you will be. So today, as we close, I would bet there's at least one thing that's come into your mind. Maybe it's like a way of doing something where it's like, yeah, you know what? The new me doesn't work 60 hours a week. The new me doesn't work 40 hours a week. The new me doesn't even work 30 hours a week. The new me takes a vacation once a month. The new me doesn't keep hanging out with this person that's actually kind of draining my energy. The new me has better boundaries, whatever it may be. Right now in your mind, choose one way that you can practice vigorous, unrelenting self-love, staying in authenticity, in integrity, in alignment with who you are today and who you are becoming. You choose the new version of you over everything else in your life. 
because you choose you first. Because if you don't choose you first, no one's going to choose you. You own this new version of you by right now making a commitment to yourself to release at least one thing that you know is no longer in alignment with who you are today. What is that thing? And what is the action step that you're going to take today or tomorrow to start letting go of that thing? Maybe you're going to use this practice of what is this person or thing giving me that I think that I need and how can I fill that need in a way that meets me where I am today? You're going to get clear on that. And then you're going to take an action step forward. But right now you're going to at the very least choose that one thing. And then you're going to move. And you know why you're going to do this? Because you're fucking awesome. Because you're a badass. And more than anything else, because you're ready.